Podly Dum. All the cycles, all the cycles. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special Pod Leadum Bulk Cub <laughs> Book Club. Is that yeah, how that works yeah. out? <laughs> I, I liked excited. it. Excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To bring you a new edition. We haven't done Book Club in such a long time. No. My name is Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and she's so serious, Alexis thought, like a scientist. I'm JDB Crump, and Shiva Rose likes swagger in a guy as long as he could back it up with real strength of character. And I'm Lex Basile Price, and her freckles threatened a hostile takeover of her shoulders. Oh yeah, they did. We are here today to discuss a book that, until somewhat recently, we didn't know existed. America's Next Top Model Branded Face Value, book one of four to five? Let's talk about the journey. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because we posted this to our Discord, which you can join. The link is in the description of every episode. And did a little preview of the cover of this book. And everyone was like, what? What? (laughs) Reasonably so. So when we were just looking, after the first book was so much fun, and that was obviously Mr. J's book, it had just come out. And it led a lot of people here. We really enjoyed the book club experience. And Mm -hmm. so we were searching to see if another book had ever been written. Turns out. That isn't Model Land. Because again, (laughs) for the new listeners, we are never reading Model Land. Yeah, I don't think we're ever reading Model Land. I did the most I could. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Everyone needs a a private indoor task for them, for their heart, Mm -hmm, for their brain. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is for everyone because this is much harder to find Model Land. You can find Model Land. It's too expensive, but you can find it. You can find it. (laughs) But this was a young adult book series. Scholastic. Mm -hmm, Mm Mm-hmm. That was written by a Taryn Bell. Taryn Bell never wrote anything else. Nope. And not necessarily in a because they were so bad way. I think this is a pen name. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. the author bio (laughs) literally reads... Taryn Bell has watched every single episode of America's Next Top Model and can't wait for the next cycle. She lives and writes in New York City. Amazing. And we looked. Yeah. We looked to see because... We went on things. Goodreads and yes. tried to contact the author. Uh-huh. Absolutely did. These books are difficult to find. And they get increasingly difficult to find yeah. as you go in the series. Book one, mm-hmm. relatively easy. Book two relatively easy book three started the struggle Mm -hmm. book four we only have one copy of (laughs) in fact there was one on the way to hannah and then we just got a refund disappeared into the ether so Mm -hmm. there may even be a book five we don't even know yep and the fascinating thing about book five is that the cover that we have seen in a couple of places is a photo of sam from cycle 11 wild The beach shoot, the the bikini shoot. <laughs> Flower, yeah. But the rest aren't top model brand. And well, to be clear, the covers aren't top model branded, but everything, it's the real logo. These mm-hmm. are top model branded books. This was a book series to coincide with the show. And this is the, 
real world equivalent of the fantasy that is model land. Mm -hmm. It's just really funny to me because this seems like a book series that no one's ever heard of. And yet, from my understanding, having only read book one, having being one of the only the only person right now of the four of the three of us who owns all four books. Mm -hmm. I think book four concludes like it concludes the thing that we're reading. Well, and there are four main characters. So that makes sense. And there's also four rounds in this competition. So that also makes sense. It's also why a book five existing seems weird. Although there was a book description that's even a little spoilery that I won't say out loud to the two of you in case you haven't read it. In case you ever find it. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, it just is like, Part two. Can you believe we're still doing it? Maybe it was truly like the planned book five if this Maybe. was a huge hit. I feel like I'm going to, I should go ahead and read the back of this. Please do. Just to give everyone an idea of what's going on. Welcome to Top Model Prep, a first class modeling academy in New York City. Here, girls compete to become the next big thing in the world of fashion and beauty. Alexis, with my red curls and blue eyes, I may seem like just another small town girl, but I have some serious secrets up my sleeve. And you'll find out that's literal. (laughs) Chloe, I've inherited my supermodel mom's looks and everyone expects me to follow in her Jimmy Choo's. The catch, my dreams have nothing to do with a runway. Lindsay, just call me the comeback kid. I used to be a celeb, but my star power dimmed. Now I'm hoping that beauty, brains, and a little bit of backstabbing will make me famous again. Shiva Rose, as the exotic international girl, I've got mystery working in my favor. But will a crush on the wrong guy threaten my shot at winning? Clothes, makeup, boys, cameras, competition. Get ready for life at the top. Is it Shiva Rose? I in my head I pronounced it Shiva. Who well, can say who it's the mystery of the character, really? <laughs> it's uh, just really so people know it's, yeah. it's spelled S H I V A hyphen Rose. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll go back and forth. It's a book. There's no pronunciation. It's just <laughs> maybe Chloe's Chloe. We don't know. <laughs> uh, the best part of this book, I'm gonna say, are pages two through. Mm, 10 not not actually numbered in the book right because because... these are our applications (laughs) administration (sighs) comments and schedule for school (laughs) slash competition slash tv show maybe that's not filmed this book comes at you hard Uh uh-huh in the first couple of pages we even have an address did you guys guys... no i looked i mapped it Did you guys also notice before we get into these in the very first page it says read all the books in the American Next Top Model series? It's just one and two because they hadn't come up with the other ones. Read both. But, the, <laughs> but they have pictures on the front cover of all four. Yeah. Wait, with the <laughs> titles. <laughs> what? Perfect. Good. So we get a letter describing what they have to what they have to send in. The idea of this school <laughs> never makes more sense. The further you get along in the book. This school competition hybrid isn't a thing. And the book tosses it off so casually. Like, they're like, no, it's a thing. It's fine. Nobody will have a problem with this. Well, the problem is, is they want it to be a competition like America's Next Top Model. Mm -hmm. But that can't be a book series because that's a real thing we have. But this is a... 
a division the school is a division of america's next top model agency incorporated so this oh, is a world where I america's Next model exists but it now has a modeling agency on and its that own. agency was founded on the success of the wildly popular television show of the same name but tyra banks is not in this book no it's a very funny mix of mentioning real people but not and locations uh-huh without actually having any of them participate <laughs> i have a sincere question mm -hmm. that i, I don't think this is going to be the most sincere question episode we've ever had yeah. <laughs> does it cost money to go to this school because a number of times they refer to scholarships they sure do and yet it would be wild for a giant plot plot point that if they did have to pay to go here and then also is it now a scam because like <laughs> to play situation yeah that is true they do refer to people in scholarship terms also everyone's 16 so they're in like the mid well no well, 117 oh. <laughs> diversity um, um i just i'm so curious to know what kind of school experience the author had uh-huh because in these fake applications they give gpas Kind and of. all of these GPAs are things like B minus average, <laughs> which is not how GPAs work. <laughs> nope. It's also they ask for a transcript of your grades, a copy of your grades, but then they also get to editorialize how they were graded. And let's very quickly, because there's four names you got to know, really, yeah. that mm -hmm. will say a lot a little bit more casually. And they do. And I will say this. These four characters do get some three-dimensionality to them. Yes. Yeah. At the end of the day, here's your four super basic archetypes. Mm -hmm. Alexis, the one who, how could she win? She's normal. She's short. She's in a flyover state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Our petite contestant, Chloe, rich daughter of a famous model, destined to win. Lindsay is our black contestant, and she is also our curvy contestant. And, they and a washed-up child star. Exactly. Yeah. And as we'll find out, the villain. And then <laughs> Tiffa Rose, who is the only one, in my opinion, that does not get any flaws. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it. But she is the one that fares the worst in terms of the book trying to talk about her. Mm -hmm. Because the well, book takes a oh. big swing with this character. And yet also is mysterious about exactly who she is they're towing a fine a line. line of events there's also a look there's a lot of moments in this book where you're like are the characters racist <laughs> or is the author racist yes and that starts immediately with shiva rose's application because we get these <laughs> sections where the administration comments on whether or not these contestants should be led into the academy with full let me tell you do not write below this line they have uh -huh. like it's format <laughs> honestly and that because... kind of maybe that made me smile the do not write below this line bulbit because shiva rose is from haifa there are certain things that are said including recommendation send her admission by dhl they deliver to that part of the world Another recommendation from a, another person that says, <laughs> Shalom, welcome, in parentheses. Uh -huh. and, and then, then this finally, last one. <laughs> oh my this God. last one. Glug, glug, glug. Gefilte fish out of the bathtub. She'll probably be a holy hot mess. Recommendation. And on the fifth day, I saith, admit. 
And what's wild is you'll find out that comes from the character that the, everyone's like, oh, they're smart. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're cool and understanding and practical. And I have a serious question. <laughs> I don't know if Shiva Rose is Jewish. Nope. Because it actually, she very much could be Middle Eastern and mm-hmm. be Baha'i. Mm-hmm. Because there is a huge Baha'i temple in Haifa. Also, there's a lot of Christians and Muslims in Haifa. There sure are. And we are constantly referring to her as Middle Eastern and Israeli, and she is Israeli and is going yeah. to be in the military. But then they keep they there's this weird line where we never fully say she's Jewish. Even though Although the- at one point another character, when speaking to her, references Yiddish like it's the national language of Israel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I think someone says something about keeping kosher, which I know is not exclusively, but it does feel like the author's in line. But it's just, it's, but it doesn't ever come from her. No. So it always feels like the characters assume she's Jewish because she's from Israel. I think this book was written at a time, and this is me being very generous to this fake author. (laughs) (laughs) I think this book came at a time where there was a conversation happening about deeper diversity and inclusion amongst characters in our books. Mm -hmm. But because of that, people who weren't really versed on how to do that were including characters and really, because you could tell with this character, they wanted to be like, this is someone who's real. They're going to join the Israeli army. Their priorities Mm -hmm. are different. Their life is different. Their perspective is different. But it's like, that's a very tricky, difficult thing to write with. And this person clearly has it wants to do it but is scared to ever go into any specifics which makes the character come across like a general middle eastern figment of mm. your imagination yeah. yep also i wouldn't if you were jewish why would you be named shiva that's a wild thought right am i wrong yes no you're not wrong because shiva is the practice of mourning indeed it is and i don't i don't know i i don't know many people from israel and i don't know sure. if i can't comment on it's just common wild. names it, it feels like it's pulled from like a hat of yes middle eastern well and the author also does that thing that classic thing where characters of color often describe their looks in terms of food oh yeah even not good because let's get into Lindsay's application. Oh, that, that was the safest thing at the time. People <laughs> love to describe skin tones as edible things. Lindsay, as the former child star and is also curvy, speaks in a way, especially in this application, that is mm, quite offensive. Mm-hmm. Because she also is like describing herself as caramel, but then says, I've got curves in all the right places. But what's my biggest weakness? I could probably stand to drop a few pounds. She's constantly buoying back and forth between being like, I'm real. I'm curvy. Love these curves. Also, I'm fat and I cannot eat. It is weird. It's also problematic that the only, I think we get a mention of one other contestant being black at the very end of the book in passing. In passing. It is problematic that the only major black character in this book is the villain. <laughs> And, like, the full, like, there Uh is, I can't tell you a redeeming quality about Lindsay. She's not here to make friends. I agree with that in general. That being said, I always remember, and this came out later than this, I always remember 
As a big fan of Jim and the Holograms, Christy Marks talked about how she was never able to create any evil characters of color, even though she mm. wanted to add diversity to it. Now, different situation because she already had a lot of white characters that were evil. Right. So this a black character. Yes. A Latina well, also, if there were any evil. other black characters in the book, it would Wouldn't not matter. have been a thing. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what mm -hmm. I mean. I guess the one thing I'll say, not defending that it's a problem, I didn't see it coming. No. There's multiple times during this book that I will give the author credit. There are actual, legitimate, surprising twists in this book. And True. when Lindsay wasn't just for lack of for what term would be used, sassy best friend. Mm -hmm. I appreciated that there were layers to it. The only problem was is that we got villain and then didn't get anything else. Nope. nope. Because if she was the, because if she was a villain, because everyone's kind of a villain in their own way, yes. a little bit, we'll get into it, but it would have been interesting if we've got more and more layers and maybe subsequent books will, but does that make sense? Am I being too generous? No, I her think... chapters are some of the most fun ones. I'd agree. I just want to like, follow a villain, especially. I, I guess I just question if you're basing this at all on top model. Why would none of the people in judge position be black? Yeah, because that's a very interesting point. Actually, I didn't consider that because the person that we assume might be black is described not black. No, right? Yeah, absolutely. And also, this book does the young adult style of there will be one character of each representative race, let's say, <laughs> for all the side characters. So look, we have one Asian character, too. And we, we have do. one Latina <laughs> character, too. And we, it's very much like you could see someone with a checklist, just like, and here's my reoccurring character that fits this box. And that's what I mean. It feels like we're in this place where they're like, got it, diversity, we're done. Check. <laughs> Let's talk about how this competition works. The schedule? <laughs> <laughs> Not a schedule of classes, the schedule of the competition, which is the mm -hmm. weirdest way to put this. So there's going to be four sessions, each two weeks long, and it starts with 40 girls in the competition slash summer program. There will be <laughs> 10 eliminated and one winner of the challenge which basically gets showered in prizes and basically each session slash book 10 more people will get eliminated until one winner emerges and so you think to yourself 40 characters seems like a lot to juggle in a short 220 page book don't worry we meet our four main characters another four characters and, and we're that's done it. yep their challenges at the end of two weeks are an individual photo and a group, group photo, photo with their roommates, which they then receive letter grades for. <laughs> and then those two letter grades are averaged to find out who wins and the 10 who are going home. Y'all, is this where Tyra got the idea yes. of the college cycle? Yes, that's yeah. what I thought too. It's not that much before. The prizes are a contract with our agency, America's Next Top Model Agency, Inc., the cover of Seventeen Magazine, along with a four-page fashion spread, and a check for $100,000 to be used toward her college education. Ah, <laughs> uh, really put that in Scholarship there. Scholarship bucks. 
Also, I d- I forgot the seventeen magazine part. If we don't have a future book with a future chapter, that's like chapter eight. Hello, ladies, and it's Anjo Cat. <laughs> oh. Is this our last appearance of Anjo Cat? Maybe you'll notice that we said roommates. That's because our four main characters: plain Alexis, rich Chloe, mean Lindsay, and perfect Chivarose. <laughs> Are roommates, and they're the mm-hmm. 14 seagulls. I have a, another sincere question. What color <laughs> is Alexis's hair? Because it's described as wild ginger, strawberry frizz, and carrot colored all throughout the book. The- Look, these are all makeovers that Tyra has suggested. So <laughs> Those are three distinct colors. None of those are the same color. That's our supermodel power, is redhead of every flavor. <laughs> Red Shadia. <laughs> My favorite part of this book, generally speaking, is its understanding of New York City geography. Yes. Because the city north of 14th Street does not exist, according to this book. No, absolutely not. This is and Scream 6. My favorite, favorite thing about this book is that it posits that Max Brenner, chocolate by the bald man, is a place where New York's beautiful people go to see and be seen. Three times it's mentioned in this book. You didn't know the fifth character was Brenner. In other cities. This is the Virgils of this world. It is the restaurant. It gets mentioned so many times, and not mentioned. Scenes take place there, and also the cliffhanger takes place there. <laughs> it's a huge plot point. Amazing. We also get the we also are told where the name Max Brenner comes from. Like we get a full Mr. J breakdown of the <laughs> Alexis is so excited. Our our Midwestern normie is so excited about Max Brenner that this description happens. The crunchy waffle balls were unwrapped, piled high, waiting to be rolled between thumb and forefinger. The barrel of swirling molten thick liquid begged for dipping fingers. You know how when you get a round candy and you just roll it around in your hand for a while between your thumb and forefinger? Yeah, and to that lint, chocolate ball is nothing. I'm obsessed. I I just love the thought that Max Brenner is the coolest, hottest spot in New York City. Do do y'all know that I'm in a Lint chocolate commercial? (gasps) No! Mm -mm -mm. Um, You truly won't recognize me. Very different haircut and glasses. And I have one, a one word, one line. And it's, oh! (laughs) (laughs) I love that I'm the surprised one. They told me, (laughs) you're the one that didn't think Lint would be good. (gasps) But you know it's good. But controversially at Brave. Yeah, I ate somebody fucking balls. Somebody, I, I, said that, I ate somebody fucking balls. I ate somebody fucking balls. Did anyone else catch the Betty Davis reference from Chloe, who enters the apartment and says, what a dump. Nice. The fact that these teenagers are always saying, common room, how apt. <laughs> Also, her, the names that aren't the four of them get wild. Chloe's boyfriend is named Liam Lattimore. Mm -hmm. What a name. I also, so they're roommates. And one of the biggest plot points early on is that there's a single 
and a triple, which makes no sense. No sense. No. And both Chloe and Lindsay think it's for them. Chloe, because she's the daughter of a supermodel and she's destined to win the competition. So she's like, Mm -hmm. probably mine. And Lindsay, because she's an ex-celeb, essentially. And what's funny, and again, in a good twist, when you're introduced to Chloe, and this is one of those books that the the narrator changes it's like a third-person, omnipresent narrator. Mm-hmm. We do kind of bounce mm-hmm. around from... But it's not chapter by chapter. Sometimes it's within no. the chapter. So it can get... Yeah. I got a little lost here and there. It's a little but, confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you first meet Chloe, you're like, oh, here's the villain. She's going to be terrible. She's going to be mean. She's going to be rich. She's going to be stuck up. Nope. Nope. She has the soul of a poet. <laughs> yeah. And I actually appreciate that in her intro, she seems super stuck up. But then you find out, no, she just doesn't want to be here. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, as we mentioned, Lindsay was on a show called Yes, We Blend. The fact that it was essentially described as Black Step by Step. (laughs) And they named it Yes, We Blend. Never stopped being funny to me. She is apparently the Cody, if you know Step by Step. She is the Cody because she's the niece. Mm -hmm. So her name is Denise. Niece Denise. Niece Niece Denise. Denise. Can I also say this is a this is a side uh, thing, but this is this episode's made for tangents. Yeah. Do y'all remember the show Thea with Thea Vidal, the comedian? Yes. I do not. It's really fun, and they put a bunch of it on YouTube, and I was watching it, and it's I think the first big acting role for Brandy, oh, and yeah. she plays her her daughter. And I watched the pilot, which is a very strong pilot. Like people should look up how to do sitcom pilots from Thea. And her character's name is Denisha, I think. It sounds very, it's Denisha or something very close to that. And I'd read it right after this and I was like, is this a Thea reference? <laughs> I was like, there's no way. That's a Thea reference. Each contestant gets her own set of problems mm-hmm. at the door. <laughs> uh-huh. Chloe's is overbearing mom who wants her to follow in her footsteps when she wants to be a poet and not a model. We have. Lindsay, who is here to create problems for other people. <laughs> and yep. Lindsay's problem is she's not very good at this. No. She no, could only not. win by cheating right now. Yes. But weirdly, she's good at coaching other yes. people. Yes, indeed. We have Alexis, who, and this truly was a wild twist. Oh, God. Oh, my this God. This was the best twist in the book. I actually texted Lex about this <laughs> yeah, because this I was like, wild. have you gotten? Uh, is a chronic thief. Fully a kleptomaniac. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we find out her very specific morality about it, which actually yes. is pretty fleshed out and interesting. Yeah, but it was for the first, great. For the first three or four chapters, Alexis is portrayed as your protagonist. Mm-hmm. That she's the good-hearted, shouldn't win this, but is probably a diamond-in-the-rough, petite, red-headed model. Like, very Nicole. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the chapter... She steals a credit card off a table and pays for dinner. The credit card was the wild. And this comes after she goes to the front, checks cameras, and steals mm. things yes. in her bag. Uh-huh. And then she, at, because she's like, don't worry, I'll pay, swipes someone's credit card off the table as they're posing for a family photo and then gives that credit card. That's like our first introduction. And the second one is her being mad that she accidentally stole a knockoff. Instead yes. of a designer bag. Incredible. It's truly fascinating. Like the Alexis chapters. Well, let's say I'll say Alexis's other problem that was the not fun thing to watch. Oh, yeah. That, Alexis became a fascinating character because all of a sudden she wasn't 
maybe the clear winner, but then mm-hmm. also they made the choice <laughs> that Alexis was going to be the horniest kid who's ever existed. <laughs> and and, and I say kid because I want to remind you that these are 16-year-old characters and that's important for some plot points that are yeah. about to well, come up. And they're, because she's from the Midwest, there are certain things that she's never seen or heard of before. Leading her to say things like, what's a Dita Von Teese? That was wild. But she acts, she she throws it off as though because she's never had a boyfriend, she's so horny. But the way it's played is this, she's never seen a man. A man. <laughs> like she's an alien. She lived on her own. Like, and again, mm-hmm. she's 16. Not having a boyfriend at that age is so normal. Nine. But she literally sees a billboard and is like, oh, hubba hubba. How does no one, how does not everyone just crash their car? She literally says that, y'all. That is not Lex exaggerating. A boy ab? And then she, at one point, it seems like she references a dick when she's like, but they don't have those. And it was clearly a stand-in for that abs were used yeah. in ways that you would maybe put a penis at some point. <laughs> I did love, though, that everyone else is not nearly at that level. So they're all like, Alexis, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yes. Why are you this lustful? And then finally, Shiva Rose's problem is that she enters sort of into an inappropriate relationship with a photographer and judge. Speaking of wild names, this person's name (laughs) is Mac Scarborough, and they make a very big deal. I'm sorry, I'm going out this in a roundabout way, but I love it so much. The head of the Academy slash judging is a former model named Victoria Devachan. And whenever the I always other read characters... it as Diva Chan. Diva Chan? <laughs> it's, it's not a real name. I don't know. But the number one thing that is said about her is how fair she is. How fair and unbiased. And she would never do anything to mess with the integrity of the competition. At one point, Chloe's supermodel mother says that her integrity is what led her career to end somehow. <laughs> Can't wait. I hope that's a reveal to later, Buck. But this person who is apparently so committed to integrity did not bother to check the photographer's credentials. Do any background check. So they thought they hired a 25-year-old when he's actually 18. But that feels almost like, almost like an editor was like, you cannot have this 17-year-old be dating Mm -hmm. this photographer. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, I guess I'll do a side plot where <laughs> I lied about my age. Don't tell. But so every strange. love interest is 18. Uh-huh. <laughs> For some reason, the author decided that every single love interest that any of our main four have well, is not 18. Lindsay. Well, she no, doesn't have love Lindsay interest. Lindsay only has time for evil. No love. Yeah. But all the all the the three that have a love interest, they all end up being eighteen. And I'm like, but they're still sixteen and seventeen. And look, I'm not saying that's wildly inappropriate or anything. I'm like, but why is that? Huh. You could have just made one or two of them seventeen. Like you you you're an author. These are not real people. You can just <laughs> change the their age. Because of it, like this author has this mindset that eighteen's the appropriate age for a boyfriend to be. Uh huh. No younger, no older. Eighteen is boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So let's introduce some other people in this book. The people across the hall are the only other four models we meet. I wish mm-hmm. we knew so much more about them. Because <laughs> they seem fun. They do seem fun. They are 
Jana, Ava, mm-hmm. Faye, and Bikini. 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 Justice <laughs> for Bikini. The best jokes in the book were related to Bikini. Truly. Sure, but they. this author makes these four young women idiots. Yeah. Full idiots. Well, except for Asian Faye, who can't be an idiot. Because she's what? Defined by her race. Yeah, her father mm-hmm. and she's what? a model minority. Mr. Chow's. <laughs> and she's what? Two in her head. <laughs> the pop culture references. Sprinkled. Sprinkled isn't even the right word. Dropped. <laughs> dropped. Heavily in. dropped. Alexis descended the steps to the six line subway. The very one Jennifer Lopez immortalized <laughs> on her debut album on the six. I did not expect an Evan Rachel Wood and Nick and Nora Infinite playlist shout out in this book. I don't know why the the Evan Rachel Wood one was the one that really got (laughs) me because it was just out of absolutely nowhere. I I, I don't want to get past our 4A girls, 14A Mm -hmm. girls for too long (laughs) because the book has this problem that they created the four main characters to kind of hate one another. Yes. So they have to have other friends to bounce things off of. So Faye gets to be smart enough and will probably last in the competition a while. Mm-hmm. Then Jana, Latina Ava, and dumb, dumb Bikini. <laughs> the dumbest of the dip. The only one who goes home. <laughs> Bikini gets eliminated. <laughs> the worst of the worst. She got like a C minus devastatingly. But the Jana, Ava, Bikini, they're just described as ditzy. But they have to like exist in this world so they never do anything ditzy no because they're just except not know what a green screen is oh and honestly i I wish i had but what are two times they're also the ones who always ask the questions so if the author needs someone to ask a follow-up question because they set up an insane world where none of things could be true literally there's a paragraph where bikini asks a question and someone's like bikini actually spoke for all of us this time she asked a question we were all asking and you as an audience (laughs) member are asking it because it didn't make the rule didn't make any sense also talking about crazy names the the designer that mm-hmm. is designing clothes for a final runway show is named La Ora B. La Ora B. Which Lindsay's the only one to parse together <laughs> that it might have used to be Laura. I do love that Lindsay hates her. Oh, Lindsay oh. hates everyone. And hates everyone. her dresses. Hates mm-hmm. everyone. The only person Lindsay likes, Danielle. The only thing But she even says, like, I would like Danielle if I had time for friendship. And you're like, Lindsay, (laughs) take it down. You have to have some downtime, friend. Lindsay's only friend is fame. (laughs) Lindsay is the opposite of any character you've ever met because she's like, I just want shallow relationships with people who only like me because I'm famous. And I want to get back to Hollywood so bad. Fuck Staten Island. I just want people to bother me all the time. I am so tired of being able to go to places anonymously. It's mirrored in (laughs) Chloe's hatred of that. And she's mm-hmm. Chloe's like, yeah, but they have to take your picture. They give you free stuff, but it's not really free. And Lindsay's like, I don't fucking care. Give me that free stuff. I'll take any picture you fucking want. There's also some times where Lindsay begrudgingly helps someone. And then after you're like, oh, this is going to be it. This is the turning point. She helped Jana. She helped whomever. And then Lindsay, Lindsay's in her, Lindsay's in her monologue is always like, oh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> What are you becoming, Lindsay? The lengths that Lindsay goes to to do evil schemes. Because at one point, she steals oh my Chloe's God. 
cell phone, which this is really the biggest plot of the book. Which yes. doesn't have a password somehow. Nope. Because I don't think Taryn Bell used an iPhone ever. And from her phone gets people's personal information, contact information. She then forges stationery <laughs> that she has to print out at a FedEx and overnight to California. And she has to craft the perfect letter that isn't clear who it's coming from, but convinces uh-huh. Chloe's long distance boyfriend, Liam, that not only can he not visit for the planned weekend they have together in New York, but also he cannot tell her why. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Liam Lattimore is such a raging dum-dum <laughs> that he believes the headmaster slash head judge of his girlfriend's school slash competition wrote him a letter that said, you can't come here, but also you have to lie about it. Chloe might and lose works, points. And it works better than Lindsay could imagine. <laughs> Oh, actually, you know what? There is another character we should bring up, and that is Sarah. Sarah, Sarah. who gets that info. Because Sarah is Chloe's best friend from home, and every time Sarah came on to the page, I was like, oh, get ready for a reveal. Sarah's got the team. Sarah's got the (laughs) I'll say this. Text messages compared to the meltdown look like text messages. Yes, they are on the wrong side, though. I'll take it. I do want to. Chloe is the only one who receives and sends texts. She mostly is texting poetry to her boyfriend. But my favorite text in the whole book is from Chloe's mom to Chloe. Three lines How'd you sleep? When's first competition? (laughs) Spoken to Aunt Vic. And. Chloe's mother, and Chloe's just like, ugh, my mom, such a fucking bitch. And her mom seems super fucking normal. <laughs> yeah, the, the Chloe's big thing is that her mother, Charlotte, right? Yes. Was a supermodel. Chloe looks just like her. She's the second coming of this supermodel. Mm-hmm. And Aunt Vic is the headmistress who clearly and openly favors Chloe. So Chloe is worried that she'll win now i want to say this though chloe makes this big stink about like well i'll just make sure i don't win Uh there are Mm -hmm. so many ways to sabotage herself and yet she never does literally right after she says that to the reader well i just got to find a way not to win they do a runway challenge and she picks out a great outfit and she does well. And you're just like, well, what are you trying to do, Chloe? Well, and also <laughs> strategizes on purpose to suck up to the designer. See, I think I'm going to say, I actually think that's not what happens. I think what oh. we're supposed to believe is that Chloe is just so naturally good and has such she naturally good... She just stumbles into it. Yes. She can't help mm-hmm. but succeed. Yeah, because Lindsay's winning look, what she puts on and thinks she's going to win in <laughs> is... A, hold on, I wrote it down. She picked out silver wedge sandals, a spangled short sleeve Stella McCartney mini dress, and neon pink tights. What the fuck? And she's like, this is it. No one else, no. And I don't think we're supposed to believe necessarily that Lindsay is like delusional. I th- No, it does never come across that. Like, Lindsay is supposed to, is she, man, that character is such a weird tightrope walk because she's the villain and to 
Hannah's point earlier, usually her sections are the most interesting just because it's happening. Things are you're watching. Happening. You're reading heist taking place that <laughs> uh-huh. she is planning. But also she, to the point y- y'all made even earlier, as the only black character, you're like wanting to root for her because she's she's the only plus size model, really. Mm-hmm. And there's all these things that you're supposed to feel Lindsay's underrepresented Lindsay needs this but she's got no personality traits that make you like her she's not even funny no she's not funny she has no friends until suddenly she has one convenient friend (laughs) ah yes oh yeah because she also her other plot is to make (laughs) friends through a proxy of one of Chloe's not friend friends that they all make fun of and have a private group chat that doesn't include that one friend <laughs> ashley oh poor a- ashley ashley like- and jabot her name is <laughs> ashley and and at some point because these are all fr- the people we're referencing now are back where chloe's hometown is mm-hmm. for the summer and Lindsay is such a master manipulator that she basically convinces ashley from a distance <laughs> <laughs> Someone via, she's never met. No. Via gift bags, essentially, <laughs> that she keeps buying for Ashley to help convince Chloe that Ask Liam's him. cheating on her. And you're just like, Lindsay, you're too good at go into politics, Lindsay. You're too good at this. <laughs> the book builds up to the final photo challenge where each set of roommates. <laughs> <laughs> is representing a particular brand in a particular scenario. And our main cast of four get tasked with being a rock band, <sighs> which has two lead singers uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and one drummer. <laughs> and, and the lead singers are different music genres. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. The only way Chloe fails is because she hates Lindsay so much that she, they can't keep it off camera, <laughs> leading Alexis to be the winner of the first section of the competition. Which gives Alexis immunity for the Mm -hmm. next section of the competition. Yes. And we'll get to the ending and why that's funny. (laughs) But also, I don't want to go past how technically Shiva Rose could have won Uh because that photographer that's 18, not 25, and her (laughs) shared a ferry ride where she definitely multiple times said no to him oh and i have a quote oh yeah yeah, i know exactly what you're about to pull up but i just want to set this up they shiver rose knows this is inappropriate originally Mm -hmm. because of both age and stature the fact he's a judge it'd give her an unfair advantage she doesn't feel like this is appropriate at all and she says that in so many different ways and this Mm -hmm. guy just thinks if he flirts enough it's okay well, earlier in the book, he was so happy with turning the teenagers on. Mm-hmm. He made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. I don't think that's a good idea, Shifa Rose said levelly. It hit her just then, a careening realization. She'd said the same exact thing to him last Saturday before they went on the ferry. But he talked her into going with him then. And she knew, in the way a girl sometimes knows these things, he oh. would again. It sounds like she's going to get raped. Like, it's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. So they go to dinner, and he's very cool and well-known at this, like, hip underground diner. All the waiters <laughs> with tattoo DiCaprio sleeves. No, eating. Mac. 
even though he's 18. And he offers to give her a leg up in the competition by letting her know the twist of the final photo. Which is nothing. And we don't find out until the next chapter that she says no and leaves. Mm-hmm. And then he's real shitty to her on set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other male character in this book, because we don't really meet Liam Lattimore, is Shane the Underwear Boy, <laughs> who believes that his summer classes at NYU will transfer to credits to the University of Florida because he's only an underwear model to make money because he's really into school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that his Alexis character was ill-defined, except for being a model who doesn't want to model, and of course, 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alexis can't believe the body she saw is hidden under those baggy NYU clothes. Yeah, too normal for Alexis, truly. And then Alexis is now, for most of the book, every night, every Single night. Single night. Late at night. Curfew, which is a mm-hmm. big rule. 9 yeah. p.m., you got to be back. You got to also sign out. She figured out how to not sign out. Which was actually pretty clever. I yeah. got to like that yeah. explanation. Also, does she, it doesn't seem like she's on drugs, too. There's like a reference to her looking like really terrible. Yeah. It's because Huffy-eyed she's tired. And, yeah. Mm. It's because she's tired because she's spending every night shoplifting and then meeting up with this boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, she would be exhausted because they're in quote unquote classes all day. But these don't which... seem like classes. They seem like Lindsay certainly doesn't think so. <laughs> Lindsay's like stupid. Hate these filler classes. <laughs> oh, we have to talk. So the photo shoots are never described like a real photo shoot. But also no. in the first like this is your practice photo shoot with Mark- Max Scarborough because they always refer to him in his full name. Uh-huh. They're each given a flower. And Lindsay, the only black person to ever exist in this universe, is given a black-eyed Susan. And what's interesting is the book decides to let Lindsay call out that that's racist. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh. Uh-huh. But then Mac, who I think the audience is supposed to side with, is like, no, but if you're so put off by it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like she's being overreactive. Yeah, and she describes it very plainly and normally. It was like, honestly, Lindsay's best moment. Yeah. And it was so weird to have that scene because it served no purpose. And it made it made Lindsay... The author felt like they intended for us to be like, Lindsay, whining about racism. <laughs> This <laughs> is the feeling of the book. Yeah. R- a random thing that I have to say. Did anyone else notice they kept saying suck in your pelvis? Like that's something you yes. can do. <laughs> I love the word pelvis on this. <laughs> uh, Lindsay also apparently only watches episodes of the show she was on as a child. <laughs> Which mean, honestly, right on slay. That. Yeah. I have to get back to Alexis. Alexis is the most fascinating <laughs> character in this book because she's such... A weird collection of stuff. <laughs> Are you talking about the time she apparently speared a towel using a fork somehow? <laughs> well, she's street smart in that she is good enough at shoplifting to steal products from the Apple store. Yeah. But also, her character gives this description of Broadway. <laughs> Broadway was Soho's main drag and so far as Alexis could tell open all night <laughs> always crowded and noisy 
Which supposes that in the dumb, dumb flyover states that Alexis is from, streets close. Oh, yeah. At night. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. I'm going to argue Detroit, Michigan isn't really a flyover state. <laughs> That's like Iowa. Yeah. Parts of Illinois. I mean, Michigan? Detroit? You're from a city. You're not from... It's so strange. As I just said, smart enough to get away with stealing things from the Apple store, but also cannot resist the pull of Max Brenner because she makes all her roommates go there together. Then she takes her man on a date there. And then when she wins that challenge, she says, oh, we need to go back and celebrate when she has already apparently used a stolen credit card in this location Seemingly two different twice. times. Yep. yep. So this is the finale of the book. And I'll say this cliffhanger got me mm-hmm. because they're all back. And you think the cliffhanger is going to be Chloe announcing that she is quitting the competition. She can't figure out a way to sabotage herself because she's just too naturally apt at everything. So she's going to Stumbling quit. into the right clothes and pose. And then even mean, terrible, villainous <laughs> Lindsay is like, wow, even I might miss her. And you're like, is Lindsay going to convince her to stay? And then they are like, it's weird that no one served us yet. <laughs> they did all see these, them. All these servers who used to fawn over us, who are a, a multi-racial selection of hot boys, they're not coming anywhere near us. They did see us at the best table in the restaurant, but they mm-hmm. haven't come over to take our order. And then <laughs> the waiters slash sort of security <laughs> come over and announce that Alexis has been caught. <laughs> they know all about her ill-gotten dinners. <laughs> And then one by one, as if, oh, captaining my captain, (laughs) each other friend stands up. Lindsay's like, do you know who I am? And Chloe's like, what's the meaning of this? (laughs) And Shiva Rose is probably like, what are the rules? Like, I don't know. uh, Shiva Rose goes, what did you do, Alexis? Because she figured out the shoplift. Yeah, she noticed the bags were missing from the school. Shiva Rose, by the way, is the only one who doesn't get a flaw other than being in love with this photographer. Mm-hmm. She was the least interesting to read about because her chapters were creepy and yes. always a little like, or at least racial, if not outright racist. And also, Shiva Rose doesn't get to have a flaw, except that the judges hate her. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> For no and then reason. And then Alexis is just like, arrested. <laughs> and that's the end of the book. <laughs> also, maybe they don't like Shiva Rose because she always talks about her shoulders. She's obsessed with her broad shoulders. They bring it up so often in this book. This author is someone who kind of knows how to write dumb characters, I guess, but cannot write smart characters. No. Because Shiva Rose is supposed to be smart and doesn't want to model as a full career. She's just using this to to get money. So she can go to school and study things. All her friends begged her to do this, basically. Mm -hmm. But Shiva Rose loves school and says about their photography lesson. So far, photography was like history and science class wrapped up in one luxe package. And listener, I hope you've made it this far. And I (laughs) I know that you're thinking, 
just a little bit more cash chat about the book because here's the thing this book is also at the end of the day light a light 220 page breeze read mm -hmm. we all did this in like a day yeah uh -huh. and look that's what they intended age group is sure. I'm, not, mm -hmm. I'm not denouncing young adult books that are small like that but this was a very different reading experiences because i just also haven't read a young adult novel in a while mm -hmm. and uh -huh. all the tropes came screaming back to me well and i i will occasionally dip into ya but it's always good mm. and when I was this age, I read plenty of bad YA and loved oh, every second of it. For sure. There was so much that I was just devouring because I mm -hmm. needed things to read. Yeah. Oh, I was just yeah, reading yeah, things yeah, so yeah. fast. Right. There's only so many Animorph books I can read. <laughs> I had not read a bad YA in a while, and it was a good time. <laughs> it was uh, not the worst way to spend an evening. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. There were, again, uh, if... I am going to give the book some credit, which I am, because that's mm -hmm. the sentence I'm setting up. And that's how language <laughs> works. The twist often got me. Yeah. They really, really did. The reveal of Alexis is actually not this perfect protagonist that she steals. And then her morality mm -hmm. later about like, well, I don't steal from people. I steal from corporations. And I was like, well, well, sounds like you thought this through. That's how she bags underwear, boy. She yeah, gives money to right. uh, a homeless person. And you mm -hmm. truly don't know, because we assume, maybe we're wrong, that one of the four of them is going to win. But honestly, right now, you don't know who you're supposed to want to win. This is not Lindsay. Yeah. I'm pulling for Faye, because she has potential. I want <laughs> Faye to win, too. I want Bikini to come back. It was <laughs> Battle so back. I can't believe they came up with a character. That's the perfect dumb fake name. And uh -huh. I can't believe they eliminated her first. I just, ugh. It also, they make it seem, it's very pointed. They're like, there's 40 people. But then when they talk about these photo shoots, it's like there's 16 people. Yeah, we only got yep. three rooms mentioned. We have mm -hmm. our 14C heroes, our 14A recurring, and then just 12C is thrown in there at some point. I'm like, ooh, more? <laughs> Another this floor, is, you say? I think in a bigger book, in a there also, why is it just A and C? Why where is B and D? It's fourteen B and D, not existent. <laughs> I would have, I would have gone for a fourteen F and R, mm, where it's like ooh, front and rear. Yes, 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 yes. Or an even E and W, you know? Yeah, but I, I am interested to read the other books in this series. Yeah. And I hope y'all, like. I know this is one that, like, y'all can't really read along with us. This is not one that, like, anyone was asking for. But this is one of those that, to me, is almost like media preservation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because we're these, archivists. We're the only people that have read this book, seemingly. Yeah, truly. Truly. They're impossible to find. Except for the, like, few children in a classroom that this gets put into their, like, class library. Because yes. I have one that's definitely from a class library. Yeah, and if you want to try book one and even book two, you can find those. You'll yeah, be able to buy those if you really want to at a reasonable price, probably less than 20 mm -hmm. bucks. Oh, the shipping will be more than the book. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Book three, good luck. Book four, I have the only copy in the world, apparently. <laughs> We're going to have to, like, read this out loud to each other when we get to book four. <laughs> Can you just make an audiobook version and we'll listen to it? God, could you imagine with my accent? <laughs> Shiva Rose said, no. Max I can't Scarborough, be your girlfriend. I can't. 
Why do I hate my voice so much? I like my voice. Every time I every time I make a joke about my voice, I'm like, you apologize to your voice. I'm sorry, voice. And if you're sorry for your voice, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. Please leave us a review at Apple iTunes and give some stars at Spotify. Ooh, love those stars. Love those stars. Mm. You can also become a Leadem Pod sponsor, which helps us do these kind of episodes because these books, at the end of the day, not cheap when you have to buy three copies of each. Yes. And be sure to check out the Discord if you would like to discuss Alexis's habits. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll we'll throw up a have the mods create a channel for just the book discussion one person will be in there alone (laughs) i've read them i also think that this will be the third of three bonus episodes that we did you know in a row so we hope you appreciate Mm -hmm. the bonus episodes we always don't always have time but we always want to keep creating free listenable content for everyone because um y'all support us so much and Mm -hmm. um it's it's nice that we're just still discovering stuff about America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. You can reach out to us at podleadum at gmail.com or at podleadum.com. Uh, and you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm just lurking on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I think I'm doing a pretty okay material on TikTok at JDB Crump. Okay. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum and unfindable book whenever you talk about <laughs> us. We love hearing from you. So... For Podleadum, I have been Lex Basile Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you at Max Brenner. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. <laughs>